Welcome to The Home Medic. You're listening to the series on meth issues in a home. Welcome back to The Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the rehab. Mm-hmm. Because this time around, we're going to be talking about uh, items two, three, and four for how to know if your home might be contaminated with meth. Bad news, if it is. Heidi seeing the warmth in the organization. <laughs> we're trying for that today. It's, it's a nice hot day. We're trying to get it to warm, actually. Yeah. Down from hot and get it to warm. Yeah, warm would be nice. Hot, <laughs> that's a little bit old. <laughs> So, in, in the previous segment, we talked about how a meth-contaminated property, and I can pretty much guarantee that anybody and everybody who's listening has probably been into at least one meth-contaminated property and they didn't know it. Yes, I, I think I have been into one, but I didn't know it until yeah. later. If you visit people's homes, if you're a salesman, maybe you're a furnace repairman, maybe you're a realtor, maybe you manage properties, basically, if you go into people's homes... With any sort of consistency, you've been in multiple meth-contaminated properties. And it's so tragic. The damage it does is incredible. The damage is kind of crazy. And we actually ought to do a segment on that because the remediation itself can be four or five, six thousand dollars $6,000, but the, uh, the other costs get much larger. And we probably ought to do those numbers. Things you're throwing away and health, health factors and all that kind right. of stuff. right. Before we go on, I should also hasten to mention that even if you get all these items checked off, last time we talked about small old uh, foreclosed apartments, rentals, those sorts of things. If you've got that and you've got these three that we're going to talk about, that still doesn't mean the home is contaminated. It does mean that you should check it. Mm-hmm. And actually not having any of them doesn't mean you shouldn't check and it. And what is the best way to check it? What if there's someone else out there going, hmm, how do I check? You know, you can actually go to uh, ALS Lab, Apple Lion Sam, and they're in Salt Lake City and they are certified and they will send you the materials that you can sample the property with Mm. and then they just charge you when you send it back and have it analyzed. Uh, What if I'm afraid? What if I think my grandson is doing this, but I'm afraid that if I send that back, the police might arrive at my door next week? Oh, Good question, Heidi. Mm. Have no fear. Okay. Because ALS will only report those results to the customer. Wonderful. Not to the health department, not to the police department. Uh, You don't have to put the address of the property that you do there. So if you're concerned, don't don't hold back in finding out. At least know what you're dealing with. Right. So, yeah, they don't know anything about other than you sent them a sample and they're analyzing it and they're giving the, the results. That is the extent of what anybody knows. And that was ALS? Yes. Dot what? Yeah, I think if you go to the website, they're a multinational conglomerate, but mm. it's, it's a ALS in, in Salt Lake City. Okay. There are others Perfect. as well. Or other yeah. locations. Yeah, but you can go to Amazon for a sample kit. But you got to pay for that, and that doesn't make any sense because you can get it from a place like ALS for free. I see. And then, and you then just, get your results from them. Right. Okay. Mm. So if a property is trashed, mm. that's item number two. Item number one, like I said, it was small and old. If you've got a property that is trashed or one that used to be trashed. Yes. Like, for example, my wife's 
high school boyfriend mm. called me up one day. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and he says, I, you know, I've got this uh, property. He had actually bought a place that was trash. And it was terrible. And he cleaned it up. He got new carpet in there, new paint. He, he did new stove and cabinets and countertops. And the place was gorgeous. Mm. It was also still contaminated with meth. Oh, that's depressing, isn't it? So, yeah, he'd spent quite a bit of money getting his place ready for sale. And then it turns out that the HVAC, your heating and cooling system, was still contaminated. Mm. And then, of course, when the HVAC is still contaminated, the air from the HVAC goes out out and recontaminates the rest of the property. Oh, so all that work and it was all destroyed yes, again. Again. So I had to go in and treat his property and then get it decontaminated and that did cost him some money. Mm. So uh, that's item number two. If you've got a place that's trash, that can be carpet stains, it can be smells. Sometimes what I will see is when the homeowner, when the, the parents, sometimes they're the problem. Really? And if they have little two or three-year-old kids, parents are passed out on the floor, the kids are sitting there, they will often scrawl on the walls with crayons, maybe on cabinets and you know countertops, places, things that parents that Little are Little kids tending themselves for right. hours at a time while their right. parents are on drugs. So if you see those sorts of things, if you see trash, especially if you see, if you see needles, that flag goes up. Item number three is what I call signs of anger. And this is not something that I generally have seen other home inspectors or other meth remediators share with anybody. This is kind of a new one that I basically don't see, but it's very, yeah. it's very telltale. You will see damaged doors, okay. damaged door frames, damaged sheetrock. If you have a user, and let's say that he runs out, he gets angry. Right. And so he's going to start shredding doors and door frames. So as the inspector, I'm going to actually go looking for damaged doors and door frames, especially in the master mm. or the front and back door, maybe the garage door. Mm. There was one property I did where the kid was... I, I didn't meet him, and he was the user, but he weighed about 135 pounds. Right. Is what I heard. He'd moved away, and but he'd left behind this little apartment, maybe about 1,000 square feet, and the door to the master was just shredded. Wow. And he was actually able to put his fist through both sides of this bedroom door. Ouch. And I don't know what he did to his hand. But me being me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw this door away anyway. So I put a glove on, and I thought, all right, I weigh 200 pounds. I'm bigger than this guy. You I just wanted to sample it? You wanted to see what, what yes. you could do? So I, I, I decided to punch <laughs> the door myself and see what I could do, and I dented the front panel. Really? I didn't go through the front Your fist panel. didn't go all the way through? It did not. Really? So, yeah, this kid. So that 130-pound boy he had quite the punch so yeah this is what happens when you've got a meth user they're going to be superhuman angry and they're the kind of damage they're going to do to the house can be that level of superhuman hmm. well i guess my goals aren't on meth yeah, I guess there's not. never been a hole all the way through yeah as a matter of fact <laughs> one of the houses that i actually remediated there there'd been so much damage to one of the door frames they'd kicked it in so many times yeah that, that's how you got into the house Wow. <laughs> Actually, just lift the garage door, go into the uh, door entry from the garage, kick it in, and I like, <laughs> do whatever I needed to do. Kick 
kick in ready. So if you've got a home that has badly damaged doors or door frames, or if you have a home that's maybe it's 10, 15 years old, but the door frames are brand new. Yeah. The question is, why did they just replace the doors and door frames? You know, right. and, and so that, that raises that flag. It might be just that they wanted nice looking doors, but you just never know. But that is true. That mm-hmm. is true. Because I replaced my doors once, not because they were abused, just because I wanted them to look better. I don't believe you. <laughs> Cat urine smell is the fourth one. If you walk into a property and it smells like urine, sometimes that's actually urine, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's because it was meth, and sometimes it was urine because there was meth. All right. Oh, hey. There you go. <laughs> Guys lay down on the floor and the urine happens right there. Right. I was in another property where uh, it was a meth contaminated property and there was actually some feces in one of the corners. Oh, wow. And in that particular case, I looked very closely at the feces and it looked like it was animals. But again, you know, somebody's laid out on the floor, they're unconscious, the animal's got to go, and so they go in the corner on the yeah, carpet. Yeah, there's no one there to give them the proper care either. The right. children and the d- animals like suffer. The mm-hmm. uh, there was another property I did where I opened the door and there was actually a cat that they had thrown in there as an excuse. For right, so if meth smells like cat urine, we just put a cat in there and then say, oh, the cat yeah, got stuck cat. in here. Exactly. It got trapped, we didn't know. Yeah, so that cat, I opened the door and it it was gone. <laughs> I didn't know how many days it had been in there because the place was vacant. Oh, my goodness. So you have that sort of thing going on. The bottom line, if you've got a place that is small, old, foreclosed apartments, rentals, that's flag number one. Okay. If you've got a place that is trashed or one that used to be trashed and now it's gorgeous, mm-hmm. that's flag number two. If you've got signs of anger, damaged doors, door frames, sheetrock, or new doors, door frames, and sheetrock... That's flag number three. And if you've got a cat urine smell, sometimes after a place has been completely gone through, they've uh, they've aired it out, they've got new carpet in there, they've repainted, that smell will be gone. So not having that one in a place that's gorgeous doesn't necessarily mean that that flag goes down. But not always. I, the home that I went into was a very old home and it had wood floors. And I don't know how that smell got there. I don't know if it was meth smell or actually cat urine, but it seemed to be stuck in those floors i mean the house itself at that time was clean mm-hmm. but there was a permeating smell that yeah was just if, if you've lingering. got if you've got cats actually and dogs that go inside the house it takes months for that smell to go away really yeah okay heidi you're now the master <sighs> of the mansion. Your, mansion your free of free of meth and cat urine smell please yeah i'm, I'm thinking you probably get a, a mansion okay let's let's describe your mansion here <laughs> it's a it's a trash department that has carpet stains and uh, let's see it has trashed doors and it smells like urine where are you going with this <laughs> i'm giving you the mansion that nobody wants to live in he's testing my patience is what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> well, then, the then I would have mansion. to then I would have to just go sit in the backyard okay. and count my blessings that I had a roof over my head and think of the people who have no home at all. Yeah, even if that roof leaks because they haven't done any maintenance. I would on. have to resort to gratitude. <laughs> you're, 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 you're testing me, and I'm I'm attempting to pass the test. You're you're the master of gratitude. On <laughs> there we go. I'm the master of gratitude. It is terrible. I'm still uh, alive, and the meth hasn't killed me yet. Yet. 
Okay, homemedicusa.com. Right. And finally, be yourself because nobody has gratitude like Heidi. Hi, this is Julia McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. And today we're going to give you a neti pot recipe. If you're feeling a little bit under the weather, Garth swears it saves his life on a regular basis. But if you're feeling a little under the weather, you put a few drops of some specific essential oils in a cup of very, very hot water and breathe it in and it clears your airways and does all sorts of amazing things in helping you get well. If you'd like to know our recipe for our specific neti pot, go ahead and reach out to us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.